Good morning. This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. I have been so just what like we all get so wrapped up in my own world that naturally the first thing that goes by the wayside, and I I know it's by design. Um, spiritual warfare is real and anyone who keeps their eyes on Jesus as much as they can um, has a tendency not really to go astray but to lose sight right um, so that's that's been my past what, week and a half or so where I've just been so consumed with the things of this world. And it's not that they're bad things, because they're not. I mean, it's things that I'm trying to get done and um, things I'm trying to accomplish. Oh, and then just, of course, navigating life and family and church and, you know, everything. So it's been um, crazy 10 days. I'm trying very hard to extend myself grace, knowing that I am not perfect. Um, only Jesus is, and it doesn't make Jesus love me any less um, because I haven't, you know, done a podcast or, you know, checked all the boxes that I personally feel. I need to check, um, because again, sometimes feelings lie. And, um, anyway, that's sad. But I have been in the book of Isaiah. And I remember hearing someone preach about how Jesus was very schooled in the book of Isaiah. Um, I don't know if it's factual. This is just me regurgitating information um, that I was given. But I've seen quotes from Revelation so far. um, Or maybe things that appear again. That's the way we should put it. Things I see things that appear again in Revelation. Um, This morning, I came across this quote from God himself um, and it felt so very fitting for the world we're in today Um, I see God moving I pray that you do as well I pray that you don't let's see don't get drug in right don't don't let everything going on in this world just completely drain you defeat you but you need to know what's going on right because if you don't know what's going on you're not going to see God move in it it's just going to be like you're an ostrich with your head in the sand um and there are so many things that our fear will tell us and God is God is good God has always been good he's never going to change He is sovereign, um, and ultimately, 
his will's going to be done. And that is something I do find comfort in. That in the end, God's will is going to be done. I struggle more with where where I fall in in his plan. Um, but anyway, so I'm on Isaiah. And I'm a little blonde today, so what's up here? So Isaiah chapter 30, verse 12 through... 17 but then I'm going to go through I'm probably going to go through 18 but anyway because you have refused and rejected this word of mine and have put your trust in oppression and guile and have relied on them therefore this wickedness now keep in mind there are Israelites that went back to Egypt so that's just a little bit of framing now it does sound so true for us right now though Let me start again. Because you've refused and rejected this word of mine and have put your trust in oppression oppression and guile and have relied on them. Therefore, this wickedness, this sin, this injustice, this wrongdoing will be to you like a crack in a wall about to fall, a bulge in a high wall whose collapse comes suddenly and in an instant, whose collapse is like a smashing of a potter's jar crushed so savagely there cannot be found among its pieces a pot shard large enough to take coals from a fire of a fireplace or scoop water from a cistern for the lord god the holy one of israel has said this in returning to me and rest in returning to me and rest you shall be saved in quietness and confidence trust is your strength but you are not willing And you said, No, we will flee on horses, therefore you will flee from your enemies. And you said, We will ride on swift horses, therefore those who pursue you shall be swift. A thousand of you flee at the threat of one man. You will flee at the threat of five until you are left like a flag on a top of a mountain, like a signal on a hill. Now verse 18 says, Therefore the Lord waits expectantly and longs to be gracious to you and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you for the lord is a god of justice blessed which is happy or fortunate are those who long for him since he will never fail them man so it sounds kind of rough at first you know talking about how it's going to crumble and these and that um no he's referring to eat Egypt um, there. So sorry, I got cut off. Um, I know it seems harsh, but I do believe that there is a lot to it and a lot of similarities to now. There is a Our humanity requires us to have political views and um, to talk the talk but also walk the walk. And I'm not saying that you are not a Christian if you are, you know, whatever one party or the other or the other. Like, no. Um, there are Christians in all of it. Here's the thing. We need more Christians 
in government period if we're going to make any changes um, for the better and the fun thing is even atheists benefit everyone benefits from Christians in government because we are fair and we are not oppressive um, short of trying to keep people from killing innocent babies um, in abortion we're really not oppressive and there are plenty of other options to not end up in a situation where you would even contemplate abortion um yeah plenty of options anyway so excuse me it does seem rough but I love how it it ends in chapter or in verse 18 with um the statement that God basically is waiting like he wants to do good for his people and I apparently cannot open that page back up I'm so sorry or I would quote it back um he waits expectantly and longs to be gracious to you how wonderful is it to know that God the creator of the universe I mean, he waits expectantly for me, for you. Therefore, he waits on how to have compassion on you. So we have a all-powerful creator who could wipe us from the planet in seconds. Probably not even seconds. It could most likely be instantaneously. But instead of waiting to dole out punishment, he longs to be gracious. He waits on high to have compassion. He will never fail you. Because it says he will never fail them. What a beautiful picture, right? What a beautiful thought. That there is... A all-powerful, all-knowing God who has these desires for us. Even all the while, just before, mind you, just before this is said, God is scolding them, saying, Listen, you, you turned from me. You didn't do my will. You didn't listen to me. You chose to go back to Egypt. You chose to go to Egypt. Now, I don't know. Isaiah, I do believe, definitely. I mean, it happens after Exodus. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've already escaped Egypt once. And they choose to go back, which was kind of the, the struggle throughout Exodus, really, was trying to get Egypt out of the Israelites. Um, how they, they constantly longed to be, quote, home, right? And all the while, that's not their home. God's trying to take them to their true home. And they're complaining and longing for what what they felt was home. Um, but to go back is almost... <laughs> it's a pretty gnarly snap, you know, slap in the face, given everything that God had done to, to free them. All the signs and the wonders and um, 
things that he did. Um, that's just, that's a lot. And they say, you know, we're going to get swift horses. He's like, yeah, but those who pursue you are going to be even swifter. They're going to be swift as well. You're, a thousand of you are running from one man. Oh, thousands are running from one man. Wow. But that's the thing with fear, right? Isn't there, I think there's a proverb that says only a fool runs when no one is chasing them. And it's fear. It's fear that causes that, that fight or flight instinct. It's what causes you to run when no one is chasing you. It's what causes a huge group of people who could stand and defend to instead run from one man. So anyway, I will say with certainty, I've seen many things happening um, in our world. I've seen different projects getting Christians out of Afghanistan, which just makes me so incredibly happy to see that when our government will not stand for its people the way it's supposed to, because we're forgetting who the government is for, it was made to serve the people. These are elected officials, some of them. Others really probably should switch to elected official system because they're just accountable to no one other than other bureaucrats. Um, But anyway, so I'm not going to lie. I'm disheartened by the current situation of my government because it is not in any way, shape, or form for any of us at this point. And I know that there are a lot who would disagree, and that is totally fine. It doesn't make me love you any less. I just cannot be for... I I cannot believe that they are for us when they are leaving us stranded in Afghanistan. There were children from schools in California. Um... Children. They, they left children. Um, and many, many, many others. Those, those are just the ones that, you know, I saw um, floating around. But I just, I don't understand how you can believe that they're for us when they do that. We had, I feel like it might be past tense at this point, but we had the most powerful military. There was no excuse. We could have gotten everyone out period. We could have. And that did not happen. It went from no one will be left behind to everyone who wants to leave will leave to we got most of them out. And that's not okay. It's not okay for me. Um, those are, those are husbands and wives and sisters and brothers and sons and daughters. Um, friends who are who were stranded and that's not that's not okay being a citizen is supposed to mean something 
that's why everyone wants to come here and be a citizen because it means something or it did um so anyway we have to know what's going on because it took us as Christians standing up to a king to found this country right that's what it was it was for religious freedoms and fighting against persecution and they're trying so very hard to divide us and cause nightmares and have us fight ourselves and it just uh it's so so disheartening so disheartening to watch i will say i've been hearing a lot of um unified chanting lately um that is extremely i mean it's crass if we're gonna be honest it's just crass but i just find it hard to believe that this is what everyone wants when there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of unified people I feel like blinders are coming off. I feel like God is working on revealing a lot of truths. I mean, I've been finding out things I didn't even want to know. I mean, just look up. um, What's this company? I want to tell you, like, I want to spell it for you. You make your own decision. Look it up yourself. Cinemix. S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. Cinemix. Um, they, yeah. Can you just, you know what? Just look it up yourself. You do your own deep diver research. I don't suggest using Google. Um, DuckDuckGo is really good. That's what I choose. Um, but anyway, definitely look it up yourself. Make your own informed decisions. Um, and then apparently there have been a lot of people electing to not take the vaccine, citing religious liberties um, or religious exemption. And in doing so, Um, there is a hospital that produced a whole list of like 30 different drugs that were manufactured in the same way um, that this was so if it's it's a religious thing for you um, you should take a look at that as well just figure out just dig into some things because I was shocked to say the least absolutely shocked um, at the things that I consume daily and how how they came about Um, it's just it's eye-opening so anyway 
that's it for me and my rant this morning. I pray that you, as always, get in the word. Um, you never know what you're going to find. And just, I don't know. We got to open our eyes. We got to see. We can't fight. We have a spiritual war raging that we can't see to fight and thank the Lord for his angels that protect us um, and guard us. But it's bigger than that. Like you have to see what's going on in this world as well because it spills over. And so anyway, that's all I'm going to say on that. I pray that the Lord be with you today. I pray that you get in the word and, uh, I don't know, be a blessing to someone else.